I want to just go right into a book I'm reading right now. Um, actually, at the start of the year, I set this. I didn't say I like I didn't set a goal, like write it down, but I made a commitment. Like just not even I was so committed to this, I didn't even need to set the goal that I was going to read more books. And I'm actually I almost at more books this year read than I did all last year, partially because I'm reading a lot shorter books. But I'm reading one right now, and it's like just blowing my mind. So it's the Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. Now. Whether you're religious or not, you need to read this book. Like you have to read it. Not it's so insightful into human nature that it's well worth the read, regardless of your religion. And because he just dives into so much about vice and how our own natural, the natural man, our own instincts can drag us down to do things that are not for our benefit. Obviously, it's from a perspective of Christianity, um, which I believe in and which I like wholeheartedly really like find a ton of value spiritually in C.S. Lewis's perspective through the screw tape letters. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about a few of the insights I'm getting because it's just like it's like light bulb moments, like mind blown moments, like every every page. It's so crazy. So the first thing he talks about and you actually see this theme come up a lot in not only C.S. Lewis's books, but J.R. Tolkien's books, which because they're both good friends. He talks about how, well, so, so a little background. So Screwtape is the uncle of a young aspiring demon or devil. And he writes in these letters of counsel of how to keep his patient, he calls it, um, in his grasp, right? In the grasp of the father from below. And uh, one of the, so he talks about how the his patient right starts going to church and at church they learn more about the father the church isn't perfect but they learn more or about they learn more about like the enemies what they call it which is god the enemy of of satan right see it's a reverse so um but he talks he says like the the man the thoughts you want to put in the man is not that the church is bad because the church is, he's always going to, that's going to conflict with his logic. Because the person knows like going to church is a good thing. You want to get him to see the people as bad. And that, I thought that was really interesting. And he goes on to explain how if the, the, your patient can go into the church and he has this idea of what a perfect Christian is, he's going to look and see the cabinet maker or the old lady or whoever as someone as less than the ideal Christian, you know? And it could be for something silly like having a double chin or um, not, you know, or coming to church smelling a little bit like alcohol or, or some, some imperfection. And if he can start to see those people as less than perfect, then he will portray that as the church is less than perfect. And he talks about how what in, in our minds, and this is, this is screw tape talking. He talks about how in our minds, we have this ideal of what an organization or a, a perfect member of an organization should be. And it's actually more pictorial and not like reality. Like we have this, and he uses the example of a Christian as someone like shot in armor. That's perfect and good looking and always makes the right choices. Right? Like someone we'd see in the movies, that's very pictorial. When in reality, it's not, and I and that's it's interesting that he uses that imagery because J.R. Tolkien uses a lot of that imagery in his books, Lord of the Rings. Right? He always, he picks a character, he picks characters that you wouldn't think would be the heroes. Right? Hobbits—they're short, stubby feet, um, you know, fat and lazy. 
right? But they end up being the heroes of the story. And I don't think he just does that as like a, as a technique, a, a literature technique to get people engaged. I think he really does. I think truly he believes that those are the true heroes of the world. It's not the people that we picture that are, you know, the, the, the heroes we see in movies, right? It's the, it's the individuals that are a little, they don't look like the heroes. Um, they're the, the underdogs, right? Um, for example, maybe it, it, probably in their mind, Winston Churchill, right? Someone that definitely is not good looking. He's really rough around the edges, um, but was able to rise above his, his station and really make a huge impact on the world. Um, and again, I don't know if they liked Winston Churchill or not. I'm just picking that as an example that's contemporary to their time. But I think that's like whether you go to church or not, obviously, if you go to church, like that's really good because, again, like perfect patients go like whole patients don't go to the doctor. Just like a church, like a whole people don't go to church because they're perfect. They go to church to be better, right? They get healing. But I, I think that applies to our organizations as well. A lot of times we get into these organizations, we have this idea of what per, a perfect employee is or a perfect onboarding experience or a perfect like whatever experience is, but it's not like that, right? There's bumps and bruises, like people drop the ball. Um, crises is happen, crises happen, like right now, right? And I'm sure a lot of the people that I work with that work for me are like, Cody's dropping the freaking ball, you know, like it's, but at the same time, it's like, that's not how reality is. Like there, again, there's always a threshold and there's always like boundaries you need to draw. And there's something, something that some companies or people do that, shouldn't be tolerated. Right. But at the same time, you have to like give forgiveness for human error. Cause guess what? We all make, excuse me, I'm hiccup. I mean, have hiccup is hiccup right now. We all have those human errors and it's important to be forgiving of those. Um, especially when we're so fraught with them ourselves. Right. And continue in the relationship and continue to be for, to forgive and be forgiven and not view people through the lens that we want to view them, but view them as the lens they should be viewed in, right? And not necessarily the lens they want to be seen in either, um, but to, to look at them as the humans they are, the good, the bad, and the ugly, like the great and the wonderful, as well as, you know, the, the vices. And that's just that we, we are all a dichotomy. We're all mixed up of good and evil, selfish and unselfish desires. And as we look for the look for people who they are one expectations are like set better but two there's not as many surprises um and that doesn't mean we shouldn't learn and grow and try to expect the best and and be the best version of ourselves and help others do that but going at that perspective from hey they're human like me we're all in this together we're going to get through it as long as we you know have mutual trust understanding and care and love and are selfless as long as the like someone that fits those qualities you'd be surprised how far they can go and what, what good things they can do. So that's my little thought for today. And I encourage you to read the screw tape letters. Uh, obviously from a spiritual standpoint, they're amazing, but even not like if you just look at it from a human point of view, a humanistic point of view of, of that devil is the vices inside of us that prevent us from reaching our true self, then you're, you're going to get something out of it. Uh, but take it from the spiritual perspective perspective and I think you'll get you'll be surprised so and have that enjoy that um I will say that prayer and and hope go a long way in these times you trust just trust that there, there's something out there helping you you'd be you'd be surprised the the miracles that can happen from those simple acts of trust 
Anyway, chat with you guys later and have, have a good day.